This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Great Scott. We are officially in the future. Uh, Back to the Future Day was, in fact, this past week. For those of you who don't know what that is, October 21st, 2015, the day that they went in Back to the Future, they went to the future, that being the past now. Yeah, which means Back to the Future is now the past. Yes, but uh, anyway, this is uh, episode, marking out episode 246. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. MarkinOut.com for past episodes, present episodes, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Dave, how are you doing in the future? I am doing awesome as always, <laughs> that, how are you is, doing? Does that mean I'm going to die soon? <laughs> I figured it was a future. I mean, so I was, uh, you know, changing it up a little bit. Well, I'm changing doing the future. I'm also doing awesome as always. Well, changing it back now. <laughs> yeah. And the butterfly effect has been uh, averted. Yeah. My nose is bleeding. Jeez. Oh, that was a was a butterfly effect joke for anyone who's seen the movie. It, clearly, you forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. <laughs> how I was did. how was your week? That was a good movie. Oh, dude, it's such a good movie. And, I feel like and, that movie's underrated. You know what? Not to say that I don't I don't know if it's underrated or anything, but there's sequels to that movie that were also good. I you know I they never caught my eye to give them a a shot. Just well, because it's I mean because it's basically the butterfly effect story but it's not like i don't from what i remember it wasn't like some like oh this is such a stupid like clearly this happened in exactly the same way in the first mm-hmm. one it's nothing like that yeah different cast different story mm-hmm. so but how was how was your week my week has been busy but fun uh not too much going on how was yours it was uh it was good uh, after recording the show last week, I went to my friend's house, watched him make barbecue brisket chili, or actually not barbecue brisket, just brisket chili in, in mm-hmm. general, and we uh, sat around a fire pit, which is beautiful weather for a fire pit. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be going to a bonfire this weekend. Where? So, uh, my friend's farm, so uh, that's going to be good. Must be nice. Yeah. See, I would love. See, it sucks not having. It's. I. I can't believe that. Uh, I don't. I don't have because my brother took his his fire pit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we. It's like the colder months. I would definitely yeah. just be sitting outside with. Throw throw some logs on there. Yeah, and it's cool. That's the thing. It's it's gonna be fun because like she does it. Like it's not a pit. It's just throwing down a bunch of logs. Oh. And going ablaze. Yeah, like a legit bonfire, and it's cool. My uh, my friend's dad put like the, I guess like not chemicals, but probably like iron and stuff uh-huh. elements. I guess you would say maybe mm-hmm. in the fire to change its color. That's never good to inhale. Well, I mean, it's I don't <laughs> think I think it's meant for like 
bonfires and stuff, so. Still not good. I, I wouldn't cook on it. Definitely not. So we have uh, the New York Mets going to the World Series. Yeah, for the first time since 2000. Yeah. For the first time they were in the playoffs since 2006, right? uh, 2006? I think so. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, An interesting fact is that it could possibly be games in October. Uh, not October, um, November. <laughs> yeah, there there could possibly yeah. be games in November where the only there's only that that's only happened three other times that there's been November games. The I, the first two, I mean, obviously you should remember when it when it's the twenty seventh and twenty eighth, and then what? The twenty seventh and twenty eighth of what? Of October. No, no. Oh, the what, when is the World Series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The World Series is. The 27th, 28th, yeah. 30th, 31st, um, okay. 1st, and then 3rd and 4th, if necessary, it goes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so if you have one, uh, if you have an equal series, you know it's going to November at some point. Right, so the only other time that it actually went to November, you had 2000, 2001, I think it was. 2001 with uh, the Yankees, that's when Derek Jeter became Mr. November. No, it doesn't ring a bell to you? Mm. Mr. November? I know Mr. October. No. Well, and then uh, 2009, also the Yankees, and then 2010, whoever it was. All right. Exciting so, so game, though. Cool. The Mets are heating up and everything. They can't, I can't believe that they swept the Cubs. That's unbelievable. Um, the Cubs have such especially, an incredible young lineup, too. Especially since Back to the Future predicted it, man. Yeah, that was pretty funny <laughs> that they got eliminated on Back to the Future Day, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, all right, so Back to the Future Day, that took place. Wait, before it. Okay. You know, you know World Series games used to be, like, some of them went to, like, eight games? Really? Yeah, I was completely, like, flabbergasted. Because I, I went through literally every single... Have uh, you ever been to the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, up in Cooper t- Cooperstown. Yeah, Coop- yeah, Cooperstown. By a- I've been to Abner Doubleday Park as well to watch a baseball game. I don't, know, I don't know who was playing, but I've been there, but I, not for a baseball game, just to like sit in the stands and stuff. Yeah, you know, no, you know, League of Their Own was filmed there. Like the full, uh, all the, the baseball scenes. No, no, the baseball scene at the end where they come back for the reunion. Oh well, obviously. Yeah, was... they they but I mean they could have filmed anywhere, but they filmed it. They actually filmed the scene there. That's cool. Yeah, and it's cool because they actually have in the museum is a a section that's sectioned off with, like, the women baseball. Yeah, they have, like, Gina Davis and uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. A few others in there. Madonna? Yeah, Madonna. (laughs) No. Yeah, she was in that film, wasn't she? Yeah, but I don't think they actually have any of them in there. No, they do. I took (laughs) pictures with them. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Yeah. But, so, baseball. Yeah, uh, and now back to the future day. What did you do? Anything special? I uh, just watched the Mets get to the World Series. Watched mm. that. Oh, I did watch, did you see Jimmy Kimmel? I did. That's so disappointing to know. Really? No, no. It's so disappointing to know that it's filmed in Brooklyn, and they did shows all last week in Brooklyn, and they do this, and... I, I wasn't there. 
Oh, but it's yeah. like I'm not like a huge Back to the Future mark where it's like, oh man, I can't believe I missed <laughs> that. But it's still at the same time like, damn, that's really cool. Like yeah, I, I would, I would be marking the heck out. I'm I'm the same way. I've never been a huge fan of it, but for the nostalgic factor, and plus I'm a, I'm a big supporter and fan of Michael J. Fox and, and Christopher Lloyd too. Yeah. So that, I thought that was. It's like the it's because I've never because yeah, Back to the Future is a great movie. Yeah. I mean, some some of them are better than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, as are for mostly every trilogy, there's always a yeah bumps. But like, I went when they did the whatever anniversary in 2010. I went to that. That was actually today's date in 2010. Oh, cool. Yeah, I went when they released it in theaters again for the day only uh-huh. or something. So that um, was fun. But uh, my Back to the Future day, I went to. Uh, Comedy club, saw saw John Silver and uh, Dan Barry do some stand up. Where at? At uh, Governor's in Levittown. Oh, very cool. Very. I, cool. I like how you say "where at" as if you weren't promoting well, it though. Well, I was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was. And we said it for, last week on the show. Yeah, I was promoting it for this episode. Yeah. Um. It was uh. It was an older crowd, I guess. So okay. A bunch of the comedians weren't like exactly hitting with the crowd. Yeah, that's. I could see that being. I could see Dan Barry hitting that crowd a little bit more than John Silver. Well, Dan Barry obviously seasoned. Yeah, Johnny. I think just that was the he's second up there time. too, right? What age wise? He's probably more close to their age, anyways. So he wait, probably wait, have wait, more wait. to play to. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, how old? Yeah, he's. He's probably like in no, his he's 50, probably sixties, probably thirty something, <laughs> like realistically. Yeah, I know. I mean, he broke yeah, in with he's, Silver. He's, I think he's only like a, like a two years older than me. He broke in with Silva, so he's in that class. Yeah, yeah, he's Ryder got and all them. That's like, I love. I love how like I tweet something to Ryder, and then people like favorite his response. I and think, then, and then Dan Barry <laughs> tweets something, and people favorite his response, and yeah. and then Matt just, I mean, Ryder uh, tweets back just like a, a an emotion. Yeah, Emoticon, I think whatever those Dan Barry are. broke in before Silver. I think no, Dan, Dan Barry was with no the original. way. Yeah, I think Dan Barry was with that original crew with Critical Mass. I thought so was Jamie. Jamie was, but not Silver. Oh, I, oh, you said Silva. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, I thought you said Silver. Yeah, no, uh, I was talking about Jay Silva. Yeah, yeah. Dan Shalom. Barry, Dan Barry's been around for a while. Yeah, he's a grizzled vet. Yeah. Um, so, it was, right, so I, I had I had a lot of fun. I thought Johnny did great. Mm-hmm. Told but Dan jokes. Barry. Oh, I mean, obviously <laughs> Dan Dan Barry is good. Great. That's that's very cool. I'm I'm happy that you had fun. I'm happy that they put on a a good show. Yeah, it was surprising because there were like older people doing it too. Uh-huh. It was like it was like a new talent showcase. Yeah, you should have got up there. Yeah, right. Soon, my, soon. My dad's like, ah, I could definitely go up there. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Have you ever been in a DeLorean before? Back to the Back to the Future? Have you ever been in a DeLorean before? Yes. From where? Comic-Con? No, I wish. Uh, no, my dad's friend actually built his own, uh, replica of Back to the Future DeLorean. Hey, Dave, come in here. We'll go 88 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. That was a pedophile joke. Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, I think people <laughs> got that. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool car though. I don't, it's cool. I, it doesn't, 
it doesn't I mean there's no room in there there is no room that is true but it's cool because his car he had it like done up to back to the future so he had like the flux capacitor and stuff like that it's weird. so my mom's my mom's friend once uh or twice came here he had like a like an actual like mad fancy car that was modeled like the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly That's it was, cool. but yeah, it was like a was it a convertible? It was like a convertible that looked like it had the tails and everything like uh-huh. the Batmobile. So That's weird. pretty cool. Yeah, but I think that car got wrecked. Oh, that's yeah. not cool. Um, all right, so what else is there to discuss? Um, I think we really covered everything before we could get into some sports entertainment, huh? Yeah, let's uh, kick it off with some fan question or comment. Good from, call. Let's do that before sports entertainment. From Frank saying, hey guys, long time since I commented. Sorry about that. Been listening though. Anyways, have you all seen the stuff that people are releasing about 2K16? If so, what are your thoughts I think the creation stuff we saw is really cool. So obviously that's a reference to WWE 2K16. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a bunch of people have been releasing, although they have to say in their videos that it's not the final version yeah. of the game. And, um, yeah, and, I, I was surprised that Xavier Woods had his own too with WWE. Yeah, well, I, well, I guess he was invited to that press event that everybody was at. Yeah, I guess I'm not too surprised with that. But that, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, so it was cool to see all that stuff. And it's weird seeing like, because I don't know all these YouTubers. I really only know that British guy. I think his name, the the YouTube channel Smack Talk, maybe? Oh, I've I've heard of that. The only, I mean, the only ones that I know are like, are um, PewDiePie? No, we're talking Mark- about real YouTubers for WWE gaming. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't. Smack Talk is WWE gaming. Yeah, that's all he does. Oh, I I didn't know. I think that's the the, the name, but it, that may mean uh, that may not be who I was thinking of then. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of other YouTubers that were invited to this press event or whatever it was, and they got to literally just spend the day playing what was an almost final build of WW2K16. It seems like they were all limited to one hour, though, uh, to record. Was it? Really? That's what it seemed like, because uh, like a lot of the videos I've seen have only been up to the hour mark. Like, uh, I watched, like, the... Well, I, I mean, somebody... I, I know one person released the, the first full hour of... Yeah. Of... Uni- and, not Universe, of uh, My Career. No, yeah. My Career. I watch. I, I didn't watch I that. I, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't uh, know why people would watch that. Cause I, 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 I skimmed I skim through it. I watched a few parts just to hear the voiceovers and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, see, I'm not. Gonna, I don't. I don't want to be spoiled with that at all. So yeah, I'm not going to play it. So but it like, but WWE development, they've 2K whatever. They've been releasing videos on their own time. But it's just it's weird that we haven't seen everyone's entrances and moves that we did like in the past years. Because it's going to suck having to go in and be like, oh, I want to see this entrance. I want to see this entrance. I want to see this entrance. And then I'll have to do a, a bunch of like six-man matches in order to see all the entrances. That takes forever. I do like the fact that you can attack people on the ramp. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like break out. And it's not just the ramp. It's not just the ramp. You could break out at any time. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't know what break out meant. I mean, you break out of the. Entrance. So like the, the guy just runs down to the ring. Yeah. Okay. So I, like, and they showed clips here and there. I know there was a clip somebody showed of. Uh, John Cena's entrance, he gets into the ring and then they break out. Seth Rollins runs to the ring. John Cena is still in the ring doing his taunts and everything. And oh, cool so because, it, it really interrupts like their... Yeah. It, it, That's cool. And they continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. And it's cool because um, the other person can also break out. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, I I mean, I was always a big fan of that back when they had it in, I think, SmackDown. No, they had it in Xbox. I think the only they, game that ever had that was Raw or Raw 2. I it think, was... I, don't, I think those were the only... On PlayStation, there was one game. Maybe I'm thinking about think just so. interfering. I don't know. I may just Oh, be... one of the SmackDown games I know had, like, a thing you could, like, move the directional pad, like, after the match and do stuff. I mean, there was one where you could actually, like, if this match was taking place, you could uh, interrupt the match. But uh, I I mean, it's different, but I was a fan of that. I don't recall, yeah. No, it was the, it, I think it was the SmackDown with, like, Hurricane Helms and all of them, RVD. Yeah, well, Hurricane Helms was never in a... You sure? Probably he was in a, a WWE video game. He would probably be the Hurricane in video yeah. game. Yeah, the Hurricane. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but the creation suite looks phenomenal. I don't think I've seen anything creation-wise. Dude, like, I mean, obviously you've seen Create an Arena before. Uh Uh-huh. So it's like that, but now you can choose, like, individual things. Like, they showed off, um, let's say you want, like, a, a Monday Night Raw set. You could take little things, like the actual, like, the background Mm-hmm. And change it to like a fully loaded set, so you have the skull or whatever in front of it. It's going to be really easy to create a bunch of That's arenas cool. now, and you can move stuff up and back and left mm-hmm. and right, change the stages and stuff. So I'm curious what hotspots they've added to the video game, like around the arena. I'll like like pop a power bomb on the yeah I assume that's like gonna be the, an like oh my god moment the, yeah all the oh my god moments I'm curious to see what they've added because those are usually fun to just watch yeah um, and check out all right and yeah, I saw like, they, someone posted a clip of Roman Reigns' entrance where they they tried at least to make it look more realistic as if he was coming from the steps instead of just mm-hmm. the crowd mm-hmm. it's still way off but. When does it come out? Uh, it comes out Tuesday, October 27th. All right. So, wait, November 27th. No, no October. October 27th. Yeah, I got lost. In my <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So, next week we'll have a... Maybe. Short- I don't know when I'll pick it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, I have it reserved, it. but I mean, I would, I would like to pick it up next Tuesday, but I don't need to pick it up next Tuesday. Maybe we'll have a review. Maybe we will not. Yeah. But I'm but, sure we'll still see people tweeting, uh, putting out videos of some uh, cool aspects that I'm sure we'll discuss. Yeah, the created the created belt looks, or created championship, I should say, looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks a lot better, and that's what sucked. Because I mean, in 2K15 for PS4 and Xbox One last year, the belts were shiny and everything. In mm-hmm. 2K14 for PS3, they were shiny, and then 2K15, they were dull. I didn't, I didn't get why they would change that. That's odd. But I, I'm just like I'm prepping myself mentally. Like, 
You yeah. know, you know the creative wrestler thing or, or like superstar threads is clearly probably not in the game. You know, if you want to change Seth Rollins' gear from black to white, it's going to be an extra spot. Mm-hmm. So I have to like build myself up to be disappointed already with that. Eh. All right, so that's WW2K16. Thank you very much for your comment and question. Um, so this upcoming Sunday is Hell in a Cell, correct? Yep. All right, so let's go with independent stuff. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. Um, let's see. We'll start with – we'll kick off with some outside the ring news. Uh, Ezekiel Jackson, apparently it was reported that he retired from pro wrestling, but that is not the case. He is not retired. I don't know who reported it. Yeah, I, I saw it on WrestleLink and WrestleZone, I, know, I think, posted something about it. It was going around. Mm. Um, yeah, you had Cameron. She's being booked in NXT now. Uh, she lost to uh, Asuka. I wonder if, like, did were there reports of how she did? No. Negative. I mean, I'm sure you'll be a fan of this. Her entrance in 2K16, she comes out with the mirror and looks at herself the whole time. That's cool. Yeah. I'll probably, I, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I'll use these people. Like, Savio Vega, will I use him more than once? Probably not. I don't know. I mean, he's got the Caribbean kick, which is kind of cool. Mm. But is it really, though? Mm. Yeah, so hopefully Cameron is is better than the last time we saw her. I don't, I don't have high hopes, though. <laughs> but uh, in the TNA World Title Series, EC3 is now ahead of uh, Brooke Tessmacher because she's in the running to become TNA World Champion. Yeah. Uh, um, it's weird because on the graphic for the World Title championship series or whatever they're calling world title series it's it's like the knockout championship i just Uh, noticed that yesterday i was scrolling through twitter and i saw something i think it was jesse Sorensen posted mm -hmm. that's the pet guy right i think so yeah so i saw something he posted goddard's jesse goddard's jesse goddard's goddard's is under contract with them Uh, Sorensen's the broken neck guy Oh, yeah, so it was the Mr. Pectacular, whatever his name is. Yeah, Jesse Goddard. Goddard's. And uh, I was like, what? Why is like why is the TNA graphic this for this? Because the, the, it, it's a white strap. Mm-hmm. And the TNA logo is red, like as if it would be on the, the Knockouts Championship. So maybe this, is, maybe this is leading to a knockout being the first ever. I could see TNA wanting to do that like in real life, though. I can too. Because I mean, they're like WWE. Oh, they're like WWE has this divas revolution. How do we capitalize on it? Let's put make amazing on the champion. Yeah, let's make the the very first ever women's heavyweight championship. Yeah, even though I'm sure that's been done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So EC3 pulling ahead of Brooke Tessmacher. Good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, uh, the viewers, they went up by just over 100 viewers, uh, but they still managed... It can't be just 100. Yeah. That it has to be 100,000. No. I I looked at the exact number. It was... I, I even tried to make sure. It was only like 100 or so above, not thousands. Uh, but they managed to hit their lowest final rating since the three-hour format began, and that was a 2.21 rating. But that's it's tied. It tied with the Christmas Eve from 2012 
I thought it was lower than the Christmas Eve. The Christmas Eve, I thought, was like a 2.24. I don't know. I think from the reports I saw, it was tied with that, and it was the lowest since 1997 or something. That's the... I don't know how ratings work, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't get how you could have more viewers than last week, yet have less of a rating. I, I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't but know. But obviously the fans, I mean, WWE has to change something. And I'm very happy that it is declining because they should understand that bringing back all these uh, wrestlers from the past won't get people to watch. You have to start building up new things. So, I mean, they can't just rely on bringing back The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Ric Flair, all these old guys just to boost ratings. Yeah. They have to start building up these young wrestlers, give us entertaining storylines and matches. So I'm happy that it's declining. Speaking of building up young guys, young talent and stuff, uh, Breaking Ground debuts on the internet Sunday, and then it will actually air after Monday Night Raw for the next 10 weeks. Uh, did I say after Monday Night Raw? Yeah. Yeah, after Monday Night Raw for the next 10 weeks. And uh, it's going to be narrated by William Shatner. Very interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's, I mean, he's got a great voice to narrate when he's not doing this. Interesting pick. Over and over again. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that show. It follows breaking ground talent, I guess you would say. Uh-huh. Uh, you would see, ZZ's in the promo. Like, that's, like, unmistakably his voice. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll be in the show, and I'm sure you'll see people like Josh from Tough Enough, and probably maybe Sarah Lee, a bunch of other people. I know Bailey's shown in the in the clips, so I'm excited for that. I'm I like see I like documentary. Style. I saw a lot of uh, Sammy uh, Callahan stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, Solomon, Solomon Bro. Bro, Jinx. Yeah, no, it wasn't a Jinx. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much so looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be interesting. I guess they were recording at an independent show with Bailey. Um, and then possibly maybe recorded at Evolve with Sami Zayn. But who knows? I guess we'll find out. Who knows? On October 17th, they had Evolve 49 in New York City. Uh, you could have watched it at WWNlive.com. Um, yeah, so they had a few really good matches. Um, Andrew Everett defeated Tony Nese with SoCal Val. Um, in that match was also Matt Cage and Peter uh, Casa. Yeah, Matt Riddle made his debut. Uh, tell everybody where they know Matt Riddle from. Uh, UFC. He's an ultimate. He's an ex Ultimate Fighter. How ex though? Uh, I mean, he's not signed to UFC anymore. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Um, was yeah. he was he ever like big? Because I know the name, yeah. I know his name, but like yeah, no, he was he was. I think he was on the Ultimate Fat, uh, Ultimate Fighter as well. Uh, but now he's trying to make his name. He was with Monster Factory, got brought up with Monster Factory, and now he's uh, going to evolve. Yeah. So Matt Riddle made his debut and picked up the victory against Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, you had the Evolve title number one contendership on the line as Trevor Lee defeated Drew Gulak to earn a shot at. The Evolve champion, uh, Timothy Thatcher, the next day at Evolve 50. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Nice and Caleb Conley teamed up, defeating Milk Chocolate, Brandon Watson, Randy Summers. Yeah, very nice to see Milk Chocolate make their Evolve debut. I wonder, um, I wonder if this means Milk Chocolate's going to be in WWE soon. Who knows? I mean, I'm definitely happy that they got this kind of exposure, though, especially with Evolve's... Uh, 
um, teaming with WWE. Very happy to see Milk Chocolate booked. Um, you also, in the main event, you had an I Quit match. Johnny Gargano versus Ethan Page. If Johnny Gargano loses, he leaves. Uh, I forgot the stipulation with Eth- if Ethan loses. I think it was this, if Ethan Page loses, he's going to just be stuck wrestling and Evolve. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, Gargano defeated Ethan Page. And then everybody's what everybody came to see. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Sami Zayn coming out, cutting a little promo, putting over Johnny Gargano. Johnny yep. Gargano wrapping him up in the streamers. Yeah, Sami Zayn really putting over Evolve and NXT. Really, uh, really not doing much though. I, I do just... like I do like how he tweeted about saying like I can't believe Triple H is promoting my or Triple H or Cena. Maybe one of the two. I, it was probably Triple H, but like I can't believe Triple H is promoting my indie dates. Like yeah, I thought that was really funny. That's funny. Yeah, but like nothing really came from that. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, Sami Zayn's gonna have a match for Evolve." I'm like, eh, "There's no way he's having." Uh, a match. But it it did it did uh, it was the highest selling event for Evolve this past weekend. Well, I mean, they had it, two ever. That, wait, oh, ever. Yeah, ever. yeah, of course, because you hear a WWE superstar is going to be there. Well, even I, everybody I, I, loves I El better, Generico. I, but I mean, I thought that they had better cards back in the past when they had like uh, Generico versus Samurai Del Sol. Yeah, like, yeah, but I guess like nothing draws like a WWE superstar. I, it really does show you the draw power that they have. Um, but I mean, that alone, I think it's worth. I mean, yeah, he didn't have a match, but even still, it worked out if they broke records with this event. So, was it that event only that they broke uh, records? Both with of them. Or? Deer Park was sold out too. Uh, Evolve Fifty on the next day. How could that be it, a record? I would love to know what "sold out" means because I've been to the Sportatorium when it was literally standing room only. Well, I mean, it may have not been for Evolve though. Um, what do you mean? Oh I, no, no, I meant like I've been there for MYWC when it was standing room only. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure, I mean... So, in, like, what exactly is sold out to Evolve? Because there's... I, how many I don't people, know. I don't know. How many people fit in the Sportatorium? I don't know. Uh, but it was at NYWC Sportatorium, nywcwrestling.com. Uh, Matt Cage picked up the victory over Ethan Page. Yeah, the Evolve Championship on the line. Timothy Thatcher, current champion, defeated Trevor Lee, fresh off the... TNA tour, I guess. GFW. Yeah. Um, just to note, Ethan Page for this match or the match before, I think both of them, he started using Triple H's theme song. Uh, so it was kind of funny because everyone was getting all, like their cameras ready as if Triple H was going to appear. And then Ethan Page came out. And now Ethan Page has a ripoff Triple H t-shirt coming out. Um, all right, but what back is it, What the, does it look like? It's the old... Uh, Triple H cross uh, that he has, the silver one. Uh, you had Ropinji Vice, Beretta, Trent Beretta, and Rocky Romero picking up a victory over the premier athlete brand, Anthony Nice and Caleb Conley. Um, and then you also, once again, you had Sami Zayn uh, cutting a promo, being confronted by Ethan Page about how Ethan Page is the best and stuff, even though he just picked up two, vic- uh, two losses this weekend. Uh, but 
he put out a challenge to the Evolve champion, Timothy Thatcher. And I believe that this match is going to be taking place at the next Evolve show. Yeah. So, so yeah. all in all, Sami Zayn just put the butts in the seats. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also like to think that it was Milk Chocolate and Anthony Nice. But Milk you know, Chocolate wasn't – was it known they were going to be there? Uh, No. So. <laughs> but Anthony Nice, though. Yeah, I mean, and Anthony Nice. Um, I still, right. I don't, I don't get the article. That just, it really, I, I didn't like that article. I know, I know. All right, so DGUSA. Which we didn't, we didn't even mention that, right? Did we ever mention that? I think so. With Bull, yeah. Bull Dempsey, uh, how he was saying how Gabe Sapolsky tweeted out saying, "Oh," or oh, NXT tweeted out saying, "Oh," thing worth. Why well, you never know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Gabe said what he said. Bull said what he said. We might as well say what they said. Was that? I don't care. Well, no. We we um, we mentioned it. So I just want to say that they tweeted out saying, "Oh, are these next five evolved guys going to be in NXT or the top breakouts in NXT?" And Bull Dempsey replied saying, "No, NXT superstars come first. And then Gabe uh, agreed with him and apologized. And then Bull wished him the best of luck and told him to give Tony Nisa a kiss for him. Yeah, so. Um, all right. You want to go into anything else? Um, yeah, actually, there's a list that WWE.com put out, the 10 best Divas matches of all time. Oh, no. So I'm going to just read them off. And I Oh, no. What? I thought you created this list of, like, a mix of horrible matches with best matches. I didn't understand your like <laughs> no. the logic of the numbering. I was just like, I guess we were just busy. oh. So oh. I'm gonna. Well, yeah, we'll go down the list. At number ten, we had from NXT arrival for the NXT Women's Championship, Paige versus Emma. That should be a lot higher. That was a great match. Would you agree with that? It should be higher. Um. Well, I'm not so sure where it should be placed on the list because there's matches on here that really shouldn't be on this list. But yeah. we'll continue this. I know you're going to react negatively towards this one, but I, at least I assume you are. But number nine from SummerSlam 2014 is Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon. It was a good match, but it shouldn't be in the top ten. Like, I'd have to fully rewatch that because... That I, from what I remember, it was a good match. Yeah, but I mean, good match doesn't make it great enough to be top ten. Right. Number eight, we have from Payback 2013 for the WWE Divas Championship, Caitlyn versus AJ. I believe this win led to AJ's longest reign. Okay, I could I could understand why that was up there. And I, I feel like the match was. I mean, they were they're like best friends or whatever, so yeah. they had chemistry. It worked. Um, number seven from <laughs> right from was that like legit? <laughs> Are you kidding me? From Night of Champions 2015 for the Divas Championship, Nikki Bella versus Charlotte Flair. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Someone's really smoking a lot in that WWE. Uh, they're like dot com. They're like, hey man, let's let's make like the match that Charlotte beat the longest reigning champion and, and put that on the list and see if anybody notices. Man. <laughs> yeah, did they like? 
I, I'm going to save it. Number six from R Evolution, NXT TakeOver R Evolution. For the NXT Women's Championship, you had Sasha versus Charlotte Flair. Another Charlotte match. Number five from NXT Unstoppable for the NXT Divas, uh, sorry, NXT Women's Championship, you had Sasha versus Becky Lynch. If there's a match that were to ever make me say, hmm, did I see that match? Even though I know I saw it, it's this one. I don't recall ever seeing a match between Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. I, for the NXT Women's Championship. I got nothing. But I know I watched Unstoppable. Uh, number four, we have from NXT Respect, the Iron Man match. 30-minute uh, 30 30 Iron Man match between Bailey and Sasha Banks for the NXT Women's Championship. Very much so deserving to be on this list. Very, very much so deserving. Number three from Unforgiven 2006, making the only appearance from prior to 2000 and 2000, what, 2013, I think maybe? Uh, Natalia versus Charlotte Flair for the first ever, first ever champion for the NXT. No, that wasn't for, what was that? Oh, it was for the NXT Women's Championship after Paige was champion. Mm-hmm. After they had that tournament, I think I still think that match is way overhyped. I agree with you, and I really think if people go back and watch that match frame by frame and sit there and actually pay attention to it, it's not Charlotte at all. It's all Natalia. You could put Natalia in there with a broom, and it would have been oh my god, this is the best match I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And number one, rightfully so, from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. For the NXT Women's Championship, you have Sasha Banks versus Bayley. Bayley's big title win here at Barclays Center for the very first time. Huge arena setting. This very much so deserves to be on that list. Okay, so this list obviously is flawed. I don't understand. I mean... Yes, I guess you have NXT counting here, but why does OVW not count in that sense then? Like, how is Alicia Fox versus Neo? Uh, what's her face? Melina uh, not on here. Yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, like, why does why is OVW not here? Why like, does is that not count? Only, because why, why is only one match from yeah. Trish Stratus and, and Lita on this list? Not to mention, I think the match that they had from December 2004, main eventing Monday Night Raw, I thought that was better why than is the Unforgiven no, match. How is Victoria not on the ma- on the list? How is Mickey James not on the list? Molly how, Holly, Beth how, Phoenix. Yeah, especially... Natalia. Especially... I mean, well, Natalia is. Yeah, but, but not really. She's had better matches. But especially because... Um, I say OVW because one of my favorite matches, like matches oh, of I all time, yeah. matches, not even women's match, is the ladder match from Katie Lee versus Beth Phoenix. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that not many people know that match. And I, I agree with you. That match was unbelievable. Here, I have a better list. How, how, is, have- how is Victoria versus Trish Stratus from Survivor Series 2002 not on the list? It was a hardcore match. Kicked ass. I... All right, so here's a few matches. 
that Mickey uh, James report. versus versus uh, Tristratus. Yeah, they had Eve Eve Torres versus Caitlin for the Divas Championship as an honorable mention. Stephanie McMahon versus Tristratus. Beth Phoenix versus Natalia, of course. Mickey James versus Michelle McCool from TLC 2009. That was a good match too. Uh, Mickey James Trish Stratus WrestleMania 22. Uh, Divas table match from TLC 2010. That was, I mean, yeah, um, that was a really good Lay match. Cool versus Phoenix and Natalia. What is it? Um, Lay Cool versus Phoenix and Natalia. Okay. Uh, Victoria versus Trish Stratus hardcore match at Survivor Series 2002. Right. Um, and well, then at number this, one, they, huh? Where's the list from? Uh, Bleacher Report, but it's also from 2013. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So. And number one is? Trish Stratus first leader from Unforgiven 2006. Really? Yeah. What? I don't understand. Dude, I really thought, now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the one from 2006, because I really thought their match, because that was Trish Stratus is like, I'm, I'm going, bye. Mm-hmm. That was her retirement. But I really thought that match from Monday Night Raw, the main event, was so, so good. I feel like there's just so many matches that uh, that they've missed. Um, and it's unfortunate that they really focus a lot on... I, I don't... Sometimes these WWE.com articles from, like, Jabroni7, I don't get it. I don't get the articles at all. Something. Yeah. So I mean, I, I understand the point. Like, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, I understand that they're trying to put over their talent. Yeah, but talent. to but to say ten greatest divas matches of all time, I and- I it's 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 a lot. It's a big saying, but I understand that they have to put over Charlotte. They want to put over Becky Lynch. It's just absurd. Yeah, that's ba- like, they absolutely. They were like. We have to find a match to put over Becky Lynch. We need a match to put over Charlotte. We need yeah. a match to put over Bailey, and we need a match to put over Sasha Banks. So it's because very, they're very the skewed because they're the four horsewomen. Oh, this is different. This they this list. I don't know the website, but they have the list of twenty best matches, and they have their number one is Triple H teaming up with Trish Stratus to take on the Rock and Lita Raw main event. I I mean I don't remember and, that match fully. Then they had, I think you mentioned it, Lita versus Trish from Raw 2004. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there was so many matches. In, in my opinion, any list that – any WWE list that does not include Katie Lee versus Beth Phoenix in a ladder match is null and void. Yeah. Y2J and Christian versus Lita and Trish Stratus. Armageddon 2003. Um, yeah, there's a lot of – Matches that were left off that should not have been left off. And it's understandable, but what's annoying is a lot of fans will are like, like this is the list. I know Mickey like, James tweeted to Joey Styles saying, I love you, but no. Yeah, like I, I understand that they like, but there's just so many fans out there that will say like this is... You know, because there's How a bunch is. of people who are like, Mark, Charlotte, Flair. Yeah. But it's it's just an unbelievable list. That it really, I, I read, I watched the list and I, I mean, I read the list and it really pissed me off. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most awful lists I've ever seen. I, I have like no words to describe it. 
but yeah, it's very pathetic. Yeah, that's mo- it's pathetic. Moving on though, from that, we'll uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Amazing Kong, and you're listening to Marking Out. <laughs> Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 246. And uh, let's move on to some WWE talk. Yeah, let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. And what a Monday Night Raw it was. Yeah, you got Hell in a Cell coming up this Sunday. As if that couldn't promote itself, and the match is booked on that card. Monday Night Raw opens up with the Rattlesnake himself, Mr. Texas, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That, um, I'm, I would have ass- never gets old for me. No, it definitely does not. So hearing the, awesome. Yeah. Always awesome. It, it always guaranteed pop out, and I... However... Oh, however, this uh, time, you know, being that he's on the cover and so heavily featured in WWE 2K16, I was going to assume that he'd come out there and be like, oh, hell yeah, by WWE 2K16 this Tuesday, or next Tuesday, I should say, and then maybe put over WrestleMania 32 because it's in Texas. Yeah. He comes out there. Introduces the Undertaker. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think that that was stupid for him to introduce the Undertaker and then leave. And then disappear. Literally disappear. No. Undertaker, Dan, boom, where is he? That was Mankind's theme song, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I I just, I don't understand. He was a waste. He was a waste. So Austin came out, didn't even drink a beer, didn't even raise hell. Yeah, no drinking or anything. And, um... Just so, left, literally disappeared. Undertaker's lights go out. Where's Austin? Nowhere. Uh, nowhere to be found. But Taker comes out, did his shtick. Yeah. Lesnar and Paul Heyman came out, did their shtick. And uh, they, they spoke about Hell in a Cell. Brock went to get in the ring to fight Undertaker and then back down. Like Brock Lesnar does. Yeah, it was, well, what is he supposed to do? Get in there. We've seen that already. How many times could like do we right, have to but, see Undertaker versus Lesnar? But though? how how are you sell, how are you going to sell me a pay per view like this? Well, they can't do the last time they did that. They did the, it was this exact same thing with uh, Lesnar yeah, getting no, yeah. ring. No, you're right. And yeah. then they had the battle going into the pay per view. It would be the same exact thing. You're and right. then I think that right before one of their other pay per views, they had the same exact thing of this one where Lesnar gets on the on the apron and then jumps off. I just I don't understand like and they keep saying one last time. Good. Who, Good but whose riddance. decision is one last time? I don't and know. For, I don't know why for them pushing that so- for them pushing that so hard. It makes me believe we're going to WrestleMania 32 to see Brock versus Undertaker. And I really, I really hope that's not the case. I don't know. I don't know why Undertaker agrees to this, but. Uh, all right, so first match of the night, you have New Day picking up a victory over John Cena and the Dudley Boys. John Cena. No. Um, yeah, so Xavier Woods. But wait, up. wait, wait. Before the match, though, New Day cut their promo 
about unicorns and rainbows and something like that, which is now just happens to be on a new t-shirt that was released on Monday, which I am so confused at. I don't know how that became a thing, and I don't know... I mean, there's people going crazy about it. I know Chris went crazy about it. I said, yeah. it's, I was like, I mean, it's okay for you to wear because you have a child, but I like, I could never wear something like that. And then there's people out there that are claiming that it's a ripoff of a Chikara t-shirt of a tag team or something riding a unicorn. And I'm like, uh, the only common theme is unicorn or whatever. There's, there's it was no just rainbows. Yeah, no one's ripping off Chikara. Calm down, Chikara. No one yeah. wants to rip off. I, I don't get the shirt, but like, I mean, there's I've I've bought some weird T-shirts from WWE shop before. Some like like I bought the Kane and Daniel Bryan, um, the drawing one, right? Yeah, where Daniel Bryan was a goat, and for whatever reason, Kane was a bear. Yeah, I think I just I got swept up in the whole Team Hell No, and it was on sale. <laughs> so I got that one but uh, yeah this match I, I do like that John Cena went to the top rope and hit a diving crossbody to the outside during it Yeah, I like what you were going to say before you could say it now I guess Xavier Woods not to give you permission to speak on your own show but sorry repeat that again uh, Xavier Woods picked up the victory by hitting a schoolboy on Devon yeah, quick, uh, right quick, after all that stuff to the outside. Yeah, quick roll up there. Yeah, um, I was I was fine with it. I don't like afterwards though that John Cena and the Dudley Boys attack New Day, and the reason why I don't like that is because why are I mean you have John Cena who I guess is it arguably at this point is the top face of the company. I I there's no argument. So why is he going attacking, doing heel tactics after a match? Yeah, I don't I, think I don't it's a it. heel tactic. I just you know love it. I, I mean, it's it's going after the bad guy. Yeah, but I still I don't get it. But I'm, I'm fine with I'm fine with that Xavier Woods got put to the table with yeah. the with by the three of them basically. But uh, that just left me. Saying how how did this not escalate into a table match at? It has to. If I, not, they I, dropped the ball. I mean, they didn't. They didn't announce it on SmackDown. They didn't amount, announce it on Raw. I don't. Oh, that's true. I guess it's not going to be. I don't. And I hope it. that they don't continue it out too long, where it just gets stale. But no, in WWE. Yeah. Uh, uh, next, we had Team Bella, which was Foxy and Nikki Bella. Taking on and defeating Team Bad, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Um, you got to appreciate that moment where Nikki slips underneath that hot tag. Where, um, who was it? Sasha got tagged in for the hot tag and went to clothesline her. And she went to throw a punch and Nikki I, just completely slipped. I think it was like she, it looked like she wanted like continuous clotheslines. I feel like Sasha might have been working too fast to, for Nikki's. For her pace, yeah, Nikki's uh, but I don't, pro wrestler. But I don't think there's anything wrong with what happened in that match. It was just a miscommunication. But Team Bad, they they were killing it during this match. Agreed. Uh, from like from the way they were delivering their moves to selling them, when Naomi was uh, she went to do the like I guess like a bulldog 
and Nikki threw her into the turnbuckle. Like, it sounded like it connected. It looked like it connected. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. Fantastic. But uh, all of this, it really just leads me to believe that Charlotte has no business. Yeah. She has no business being champion. And the only business that is going on is with the boss. I mean, I wouldn't say just the boss because Naomi's killing it too, but... Yeah, that's true. But I, I think right now the attention's on the boss. Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, next up you had HBK and Seth Collins. Uh, they cut a little promo. I really uh, – I wasn't a fan of this. And it re- this promo made me re- remember how much I disliked Shawn Michaels when I was younger. Well, I didn't really – first did. of all, I didn't understand why Shawn – like what was the point of Shawn Michaels coming out there in the first place to, to even – Ratings. Yeah, but no, no. Try, try to salvage some ratings. Yeah, but he comes out there, cuts a promo about the actual pay-per-view, and then gets cut off by Seth Rollins. I feel like WWE, they actually even posted another WWE article about, um, like, the legendary returns or whatever, and had the, the picture of it. I didn't actually click into it because I was furious with the, the Divas thing. <laughs> yeah. But the picture of it was uh, Dean Ambrose when he was, uh, when he had the whole promo with, when Jake, return jake the snake roberts yeah that's not hbk that's a completely different thing like jake yeah. roberts when was the last time before that that we saw him in wwe was like wait they put this wait they put this raw promo on that list no i don't i don't know i didn't click onto it but it would they made a list clearly because of something like that happened on raw stupid so, um yeah so but- jake Jake Roberts comes out there and kills it with a promo, kills it, and then you just have HBK. Like it's it's not a comparable thing. No, yes, HBK just, is amazing everything that he does, but it's not like it's there's no shock factor. There's nothing that happened in there that was like, oh wow, this really helped Seth Rollins get over. No, it was an awful promo. I am not a fan of HBK because it, it reminded me I'm really. I'm a fan of him. I respect him, but I really don't like his character. I don't like how cocky it, uh, he is and how arrogant he is. I didn't understand. And I really, I really hated the part oh, where yeah, I guess we're gonna agree right here. Where the world, your WWE champion, yep, calls for his music and doesn't get his music. The WWE champion doesn't get his music, but Shawn Michaels says, "Oh yeah, no, this is how it's done. Hit my music." And then they hit his music and they play it and then he gets played off. And Seth Rollins, the WWE champion, does not get that treatment. I think that is complete bogus. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it at all. But that, so. that led right into Seth Rollins defeating Ryback. Uh, standard match, not bad though. Wasn't bad uh, at all. Your casual match ended with a pedigree. Yeah, it was more of a filler match, which is odd because it's a WWE champion. But and IC champion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I, yeah, champion. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But I do. I I like that. Um, that since becoming WWE champion, Rollins is wrestling a lot, and coming from a champion that we had before Seth Rollins, that being past Brock two, past Lesnar, two or three champions. I mean, when before, was Rock champion? Yeah, well, before Brock, who was champion? CM, was it CM Punk? No? No, it can't be CM Punk. 
I feel bad for not knowing this, but it feels like Brock's been forever that he's been champion. Who did he? John Cena? <laughs> I don't know. That's I think really safe bets just go with John Cena. Sure. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, but coming off. Yeah, of, no, we're we're big pro wrestling fans. <laughs> I know The Rock was champion in 2013, maybe. I I know Bret Hart was champion at some point. Yeah, most uh, recent U.S. champion, but that's not what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, but coming off of the championship run that Brock Lesnar yeah. had previous to Seth Rollins, it's a breath of fresh air because Brock was never there. And that, that always pissed me off. It always pissed me off. Seth Rollins could cash in at any time. No, he can't. Brock Lesnar's not here. It is unfortunate that Seth Rollins, a lot of his uh, matches, a good amount of them, he's been losing. But I'm still very happy. Or they've been uh, cheap victories. But I'm completely fine with it as long as he's staying on television. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, because a victory, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have yeah, nothing. victory. Yeah, because they're and they're good matches too. Uh, not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. They're not matches that people are talking about. That like, oh, John no, Cena's not, U.S. Championship not, run. They're not five star, but they're not uh, jobber matches. It was John Cena. It was okay. <laughs> and before <laughs> and, good. and before Cena, the title was vacated and it was Debray. Yeah. So. Who remembers him? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why don't you right. have him come back and sell the pay-per-view? Yeah, why not? Yeah. How about it? Um, Wade, uh, Wade Barrett. King Barrett, Rusev, and Sheamus picked up the victory over Neville Ziggler and Cesaro. Oh, How about a bang-bang for old time's sake? Bang, bang. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed this match. I was a fan of this match as well. I think all six of the people in this match... Killed it, and I think they work very well together as teams. I agree. I'm a fan of Sheamus, Rusev, and Barrett being together, but what did we just do? Well, what Barrett, Rusev, Sheamus? How many times? How like what is this? Like, are they gonna have a a triple a trio tag team a trio team championship? I mean, how many trios do you need in the WWE? But how many trios are there actually in WWE? See, I'm going to actually include the Divas. I wouldn't. I they do. Don't, uh, they don't count trios. in something like this, though. That's the thing. But I include them in – because when I talk about trios, I mean in general the aspect of uh, trio wrestling, which I'm not a fan of having so many of them. One is uni- unique. But after that, it just becomes like – it's not even a faction or anything. It's just overuse. Yeah. Well. Um. But All right. Cesaro hit an awesome dropkick after hitting a bunch of those like running uppercuts yeah. to the corners. Like I, I was blown away by that dropkick. Yeah, they featured that on ESPN as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I say really as if like I completely forgot WWE's working with them now. Yeah, Coach. <laughs> uh, it's kind of cool to hear Coach do the commentary on it. Uh, did you see it? No, I haven't seen uh, it. It's pretty cool. Like it, it was pretty much Coach running down Raw. And like he touched about Cesaro, and I was impressed because he knew his stuff too. Like he yeah, called him. The coach is awesome. See, that's the thing. Like coach, coach, is, coach never gets old. Coach was awesome, and he, he was, was great on commentary. It's he not was a like perfect heel. You have like the NXT commentary team these days is Byron Saxton, Rich Brennan, and Corey Graves. Absolutely fine with Corey Graves on commentary. Byron, I'm somewhat fine with, but Rich Brennan is just completely lacking. 
And I think it would benefit WWE for them to replace Byron and move Byron over back over to SmackDown and have Booker T doing NXT commentary. Yeah. Because I feel like they need that veteran. That they need they need a veteran and and they need someone not with, to say Corey with, Graves isn't, but or they need someone with experience in broadcasting. Yeah, and I, I mean not to say Booker T is the best choice to have a commentator. Uh, no, I don't think anybody would say that. <laughs> but as far as what WWE's working with, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, previously William Regal was killing it. Yeah. But I mean, right. Jason Albert was too. But I, I guess he's training people, so how could he? Yeah, but as, yeah, your favorite wrestler. But as far as this, uh, no, well, as far uh, as this match goes, the only thing that I didn't get was Neville diving onto Cesaro and Rusev. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it too because it's set up for because uh, if Sheamus was in that spot, he wouldn't have been able to hit that bro kick. Yeah, when Doff was hung over the ropes, which I that was. I mean, we've seen we've seen dives before take out tag team partners. Right. I mean, I mean, it, honestly, it's the only way to one of the if everyone else is down, it's the only way for them to break their falls. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I'd but rather, I, that's the one thing that I really didn't get. But the bro kick was awesome. So, but yeah, like you said, my favorite wrestler came out next, uh, Ric Flair, Ric Flared, and uh, this basically just turned. I don't even. It's very odd. It just like literally almost like that turned into a Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Wyatt segment. Yeah. Well, not Ambrose right away, but this is this is when Eric Rowan made his impactful return to WWE television, replacing. Yeah, I mean, who saw that coming? I mean, they they hyped that up so well because they they advertised Luke Harper. I'm almost certain they advertised Luke Harper as Raw started. Probably. So Luke Harper wasn't there. Nobody knows why. From what I've been seeing, he had a family emergency or family thing to get to. But then the entire thing with Rowan is that he they just had him fill in because they had booked the Shield versus the Wyatt family. So they had to put – I guess they had to put stick with the Shield reunion and not do any pushing back or whatever. Right. So they had to use Rowan for that because Harper was unavailable. Yeah, so but now Har- Ambrose came out. He like Ambrose came out, tried to stop everything from happening, or tried to whatever. Yeah. And then backstage after that, Seth Rollins was complaining to Triple H and Stephanie. HBK walked in, basically kind of forced Seth Rollins to step up as the Shield's tag team partner. So we were in fact seeing a Shield reunion. Up next, we saw Charlotte. You hear that? Nobody wooed. No. That's what everybody does on the WWE television, not here. No. <laughs> Picked up the victory against Brie Bella. And I think, to me, this match was just annoying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, given she Charlotte did add to that rolling head scissor roll Tumble. I don't. That move is stupid to me. I mean, I, I don't. I don't get it. But she added another move to her move. No, set. she's she's done that. Oh, actually, yeah, plenty of times before. Oh well, then I take that back. But because uh, I've seen that, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's really stupid. Because 
I mean, yeah, you're whipping your opponent, but you're also dizzying yourself. Yeah, and your opponent is doing a somersault, tumbling around. Here, uh, during the match, Charlotte tried to get Nikki Bella to come into the ring to attack her. Why would Nikki attack her in front of the referee? Yeah. She's like, oh, come on, Nikki. I'm not waiting. I don't want to wait until Sunday. Let's go. Get in the ring. I don't get that. Stupid. I did, however, think it was funny that Charlotte sold a knee from Brie at one point when Brie didn't even knee her for like a third or fourth time. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes, I really, sometimes if, if you close your eyes during a Charlotte Flair match, it's as if Mankind is wrestling. Oh yeah, no, I I agree with that. I don't understand I that. I don't understand what she's doing. Um, and yeah. and also when she was selling Breeze yes kicks, they're awful. I don't Her understand. Are awful. Yeah, what really I, needs to happen is for Becky Lynch to turn on Charlotte and give uh, her yeah. give her a push over Charlotte. I think that with Becky Lynch just standing there, she looks stupid. She, yeah, why she did looks so stupid? Why did you call her up if you're just gonna have her be? Charlotte's lackey. Yeah. I don't I don't get that at all. Stupid. She and needs to heel turn and attack Charlotte and not be and with do a something. trio. She needs to do something though. Not be with a trio. Maybe hey, if you want, I'm fine with putting her as a friendship with Paige, but don't make a trio. Next up, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Next up, her. next up we went backstage and and uh and Renee Young was talking to was talking to Paige about Natalia, about Natalia being attacked from last week. And here I wanted to make mention of this because I thought it was awesome that Paige kind of called out Medusa for talking smack uh, about the Divas division on the internet. Yeah. And uh, it's just it, I thought it was interesting that they actually I don't know if she was like they're like go on and talk about this. I just thought it was interesting that she was actually saying that. Mm. Because Medusa, I feel like, has kind of no right to say what she's been saying. Uh, but even she though, also even put though, out that... What? She put out that apology saying that that's her character. Is it, though? But in, in uh, some, senses, some senses, though, she was kind of correct. Yeah. But not right. fully. Yes, right, so, next up. Ah. Yeah, no, I'm in a rush. Uh, next up, you had Kevin Owens... Uh, pick up a victory over Mark Henry. It seems like every single time WWE's in Texas... Mark we'll, Henry picks we, up a loss? Well, no, that will, we see Mark Henry wrestle. And I feel like in 2015, we don't need to. It, yeah. Maybe, if you guys want to have that, fine. Dark match it. Yeah. But, um, well, I how about... Will, I'm just happy to see that he was trying to go for that Hurricanrana. I don't remember. Right, that's why how he got caught with the pop up powerbomb. He was going for her Karana off that uh, off no. the rebound. No. Oh, I thought Mark Henry wanted trying to go for that her Karana and then got reversed into the powerbomb. Are you joking? No, not at all. I not still can't tell all. if you're joking. Yeah, I thought he was going for it. He hit a the pop up powerbomb. Yeah, I thought Mark Henry was going to go for the her Karana. But it was. I don't know if you were joking. I thought that looked awesome. I thought it would look awesome. The match was really that was it. And then uh, yeah, and then after the match, Ryback came out. Um, 
Kevin Owens backed off. Mark Henry tossed him back in the ring, and then Ryback hit Kevin Owens with the power bomb himself. Yeah. Then for our main event, we saw the Wyatt family, Eric Rowan, um, Braun Strowman, and Bray Wyatt pick up the victory against the Shield, the reunion of the Shield, via disqualification because Dean Ambrose attacked Braun Strowman with a kendo stick. Yeah. Seth Rollins ducked out of the match early, which I absolutely hated. I was a fan of that. I'm, I like I'm fine I with it, that. but I thought that was so stupid. I love that Dean Ambrose was going to go for a tag, and then uh, Rollins jumps down, saying that he has a leg injury and he can't compete anymore. I did. I like how that came about, but the reason why I thought it was very stupid, you have Corporate Kane who's suspended for the night because of what happened last week or whatever. Corporate Kane's not there. And Demon Kane... Mm-hmm. You're trying to separate them as two different people, and there's no appearance. You have the, the go-home show to a pay-per-view. The WWE Championship oh, match. Oh, yeah, they're facing each other, right? The championship is on the line. Kane versus Yeah, Seth okay. I, all right, so I, I think that it could – like maybe if he did do that uh, leg injury, Demon Kane should have attacked him. I hate seeing Demon Kane. Kane attacked him on the stage. But like Should've there's the to, to not have like a visually a visual mention of Kane, that made absolutely no sense. And I mean, given if you would have had a DQ victory for the highest, then though, no, could, no, it could have. Well, been. if 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 Demon Kane attacked Seth Rollins, no, no, all I literally all I wanted from that segment was, um, Seth Rollins is in the match doing his stuff, boom. Kane's music, fire, pyro hits, Seth Rollins, boom, runs off. Scared of that. Uh, I think that's all that literally I think fans have to stop watching. I would plead with fans to stop watching WWE. I can't do it. Or at least stop stop watching it live. Like, show them that you don't like this stuff. But that's literally all I needed for that to happen. In order to sell that match for that pay per view Sunday. You just have Kane's music hit, boom, Seth Rollins gets scared, runs off. Eh, I'm not sold on this pay-per-view. It, it ends with with Reigns and Ambrose on top. Ambrose doesn't even have a match anymore, I don't think. No, he doesn't. Because Randy uh, Orton is injured. Yeah, I don't understand where this makes any sense. Did Randy Orton really get injured? I don't know. Like he that's the reports were that Randy Orton was injured, but JBL and them they were saying change. they were saying how Randy Orton was supposed to on the tour of Mexico didn't show up didn't show up on Monday Night Raw either so they changed the six man tag match for the pre-show yeah really penalizing him if Randy oh. but I, that's the thing like I like who am I to say Randy Orton is not injured they they quote unquote news sites and stuff say Randy Orton's injured yeah so I don't know but um, what I would love to believe is Randy Orton said, I'm not wrestling a pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably like, do it, smash my collarbone or whatever. I All right, so let's, this. let's talk about WWE NXT really quickly. Yeah. Um, James Storm made his debut, his WWE NXT debut against Danny Burch, picking up a victory. Uh, his theme song hit. The name didn't appear on the screen. People didn't know what was going on. And then... He came out and the, his name appeared on the screen and the crowd went crazy. Did you see the reactions of those fans in the crowd? 
yeah, on their face. I thought it was pretty funny. That's, I think that's for, that's the sort of reaction that you want to get at a pro wrestling event that they don't get what, on SmackDown. What I wish Tyler Breeze. What I wish would have happened was that his entrance music was "Sorry about your damn luck." I, I actually I think that at some point they may incorporate that because he still says it. Yeah. They, he had after all right. So during the match, he put on his match. He picked up the victory. Crowd loved it. It seemed like he really loved being in front of that crowd as well. You might disagree oh. with me here, though, but I really, really, really heavily believe if Chris Harris was brought in the same exact way and wasn't like from yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't given a break between wrestling. And sitting home all those months, I think he would have. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I was always a fan of Chris Harris. I mean, it's just unfortunate the way that they brought him in, and it was just a like, mockery. Both both parties screwed up there. I agree. Braden well, Walker would... obviously screwed up by gaining yeah. weight and not wrestling, and the WWE screwed up by not. Well, I guess he I couldn't because how, yeah, but... how could they? Um, all right, but James Storm also cut a promo backstage. Uh, during his interview, he just went off about why he's at NXT right now. How you gotta, he- gotta love what Rich Brennan said as soon as James Storm comes out. Yeah. James Storm, been on the independents for th- 13 years now or whatever it was. He goes yeah, WCW yeah, way yeah. back, and then he's just spent <laughs> the past 13 years in the independents. Gotta appreciate that. Which uh, that, that yeah. kind of sucks. Like, that, but it's the way it is. It's the truth. It's independent. TNA is an independent. It's not really though. They're being force-fed money from a global company. I still consider it. An, it's an independent promotion from WWE. I mean, every company is. Yeah, Disney's that's that's, that's my that's from from a, my view of it. Did every, you hear what I said? Uh, I said Disney is an independent promotion from WWE. Yeah, it is. But like. Um, but yeah, so James Storm, they cut a promo, and he still had his entire spiel. He says, sorry about your damn luck, and all of that. I'm a big fan of this. I can't wait to see what's in store for James Storm. I would lose it completely if they signed Bobby Roode and brought in beer money. I would lose it completely. What would they be called, though? Uh, alcohol cash. Beer, yeah. <laughs> alcohol dinero. My God, what is alcohol cash doing in the NXT <laughs> Impact Zone? Yeah, I I think that that would be amazing if Beer Money had a run with WWE because I always said it. I mean, I think you have too that Bobby Roode deserves to be in WWE as well. But that's also what I said last week. I think I said it was I don't or whenever we spoke about James Storm last is I. Because that's what I said. I would love for America's Most Wanted to reunite if yeah. Brandon Walker was in like actual ring shape or whatever. Uh, but I want to see James Storm soar. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I want to see him soar as well. It's like we want to uh, see the Dudley boys back in WWE. But how fantastic was it when it was just Bubba Ray returning? Yeah, to Raw I, I, that's the thing. I hope at some point Team 3D does split up and Bully Ray can return. Yeah, Team 3D did split up. It's well, the Dudley Boys now. Yeah, Dudley Boys split <laughs> up, and then Bully Ray has his run as the Bully Ray character. Because it sucks, really, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the only people that really, I mean, Matt Hardy didn't really get a, a world championship run. He had the ECW championship. Yeah, but really, but, but Bubba Edge did, really, Christian he, did, Jeff did. He really reinvented himself and yeah. his character compared to what he was last time. 
Um, all right, so let's. All right, so I think that's enough of. NXT. Wasn't there another thing you wanted to speak about? Nah, I'm good. Uh, let's talk about some SmackDown. Yeah, so Kane and uh, Seth Rollins open up SmackDown backstage, and Kane, I guess, kind of. See, this I'm not really liking it where. Seth Rollins is getting goaded into a bunch of things. Like, he was goaded into the, becoming the Shields tag team partner on yeah. Raw, and now Kane kind of goaded him into a match here. And uh, Why is Kane not in any matches leading up to his pay-per-view match? Because, I don't even, listen, I don't even know who's in the match. Is it Demon Kane or Corporate Kane? I don't even know, and I don't care. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Demon Kane, okay. But, uh, yeah, so this led into uh, Seth Rollins walking away, whatever. Kane ran into New Day without uh, Xavier Woods because of what happened on Raw with the table. Uh, they were wearing WX, oh, no, XW on their uh, arm, like armbands for him, which I thought was funny. And uh, the, the whole segment I thought was funny. So yeah. New Day is, they're great. Agreed. And then uh, Kane just announced that they're going to be in the main event against Shield. So, but uh, this whole segment led into Seth Rollins defeating Cesaro. I thought it was a good match. Um, yeah, there was. The, I like I like Cesaro how he had that cross facing for a good amount of time too. Yeah, uh, I like what move did he hit the uppercut? I think, and then went to pin him. Rollins kicked out, and he went right into it into yeah. the cross face. But uh, for whatever reason, Cosmic Wasteland was sitting in the crowd, kind of, I wouldn't say cheering on Cesaro, but they had a Stardust section sign. Yeah, I don't know who they're feuding with. I really, really, I don't understand, like, how, I don't, yeah. Why are they just demoted to SmackDown? I don't know. There's room for them on Raw. They're not even doing anything. You could have them sit in the crowd. Yeah. Monday Night Raw. Cesaro's got a match. Boom. Sitting in the crowd. Stardust section. Or yeah, whatever. I don't get it. Maybe but that the, makes no sense. The, but the end of the match came when Cesaro went to go sup- do his uh, patented suplex into the ring to uh, Seth Rollins. And Rollins slid right over him and rocked him with that pedigree. Yeah. Uh, before that, though, Seth Rollins tried to leave the pedigree? match. What? Did he even with the pedigree? I don't remember it now. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. But uh, before that, Seth Rollins tried to leave during the match and then, I guess, thought twice due to what Kane had said. Kane, I guess, during the, the opening promo kind of warned him, like, there'll be consequences if you try and leave. So he got back in the ring and uh, did what he did. But I really think if uh, Tyson Kidd isn't clear to actually be wrestling by next year's WrestleMania... I think Cesaro should win the Royal Rumble. I agree. I think um, he, he shows fantastic matches every single time. Yeah. So, you know what? I, I'd be fine if, even if Tyson Kidd does return, if Tyson Kidd turns on him at some point. Yeah. Well, well I'd, still, I'd still like to see a good run between the two of them. But up next, we had Paige calling out Charlotte and Becky to explain herself about her being accused for attacking Natalia. Yeah. Literally, we said it before, Becky Lynch is going to be nothing but a footnote inside of the next WWE encyclopedia if they don't separate her from Flair. Yeah. 
And listening to Charlotte Flair cut a promo makes me want to punch a hole through my wall. Agreed. And Brandon doesn't really throw punches. He's all about the kicks. Yeah. And I honestly, literally, I honestly... Why don't you throw punches? I don't need to throw a punch. I don't... Didn't Silva try to teach you how to throw no, punches? I'm not Trent, bro. That's not even <laughs> a funny joke. But I honestly believe that if Ric Flair did not have dad glasses on and Charlotte was not his kid, there is no way he would be any part of a fan of Charlotte. There's no possible way that I could see Ric Flair doing that if, if she was not his kid. I don't even want to say why I think, yeah. Why you think what? The only other way that he would uh, be a fan of hers. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah. For, um, that, for that company that James Storm came from. Yeah. But uh, Team Bella came out and interrupted, which there is no A. <laughs> but uh, they interrupted and Charlotte challenged Nikki, but Paige quickly stepped up and also challenged Nikki. So that turned into Nikki defeating Paige. Yeah, Nikki uh, picked up the victory. She was talking to Charlotte the entire time. And Paige's stock is decreasing. I don't know, though. But, yeah, she's, it's, she's just floating now. She's become one of those. No. But uh, she, this was a really good match. She became one of those... This to yeah. me, this was pay per view quality match though. Uh, I, I didn't think so. I really do think so. Paige okay. hit Nikki with that really nice running knee at one point, and I, I really do think this match was really good. And it's not top ten divas matches of all time, but I do think this was one of the better matches between people. By any chance, if you if you created that list and you listened to this podcast. Please shoot us an email so this way we can put you on blast. Mark Thanks. at one at gmail.com. Yeah, we would love to put you on blast. Uh, this was probably the first time that I've ever seen, uh, I was going to say Ric Flair, uh, Charlotte Flair ringside for a tag team match where she didn't randomly hop up on the apron. Someone's a listener. Uh, she was, however, at the end of the match after it was over and the bell, Team Bella was up on the, ra- on the entrance it, stage. Yeah. She was doing the John Cena hand thing. I don't know if like uh, she was doing that or I. She likes to steal people's taunts. She's yeah. a taunt stealer. So what it seemed was, it, it, because I guess what they were saying is that she only is where she is because of Ric Flair, which is true. Yeah. And, and that was her way of saying the only reason why you're where you are is because of John Cena. In my eyes, that's what oh, it was. Oh, okay. I could see the association then. That was what, um, what I thought. But man. Next I, up, I, Also, I was going to say, though, I don't know why. Because during this match, Booker T called the Alabama Slamma a, um, a sidewalk slam. Why? They've been saying Alabama Slamma for the longest time. Yeah, but I guess sometimes uh, people get people get confused with the moves. So, but like in cases like that where SmackDown's taped, why don't you? Why can't you just mute the commentary? Yeah, like it's very easily edited out, or dumb. very easy to edit out, whatever. Yeah. But speaking of dumb, up next we saw. No, what? I disagree. Well, I think in dumb. my opinion, it was dumb. Miss TV, well, in some oh, sorts. Oh, yeah, dumb. we had Miss TV. Yeah. I would love to know what you thought was next. 
Uh, I thought I thought the next match the King Barrett and that oh, stuff. Okay, so speaking of dumb, Miz TV with uh, Dolph Ziggler and Summer Rae was up, and uh, Ziggler basically turned Summer Rae down again, so that he's not interested in her. And Summer Rae said that she has a new man. Out came NXT Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Um, he got a promo on Ziggler and then attacked him. I mean, him. it was it was a good promo. I'm happy that he held his own. No, everything was fantastic about yeah, it. It just shouldn't have been on SmackDown. That yeah. that Miss TV segment should have been on Raw. Or I, I like I'm fine with him going against Ziggler and stuff and being associated with Summer Rae for that uh, for this reason. But it should have been on Raw. Or it could have been him coming out on the pay-per-view and attacking him. Listen, either Monday Night Raw where he debuts the way he debuts or or on Hell in a Cell, John Cena has an empty opponent. Yeah. Why not? Like, oh my God, it's Even Tyler. If, that's the thing. Like, I would have been fine with if he was the, uh, the superstar that answered that challenge. Or if – I don't actually – Ziggler doesn't even have a match on the card anymore, does he? No, he has the pre-show. Okay, so even if Tyler Breeze debuted on the pre-show, I would have been fine with it. I would not have been fine with the pre-show debut. Honestly, it's better than a taping. Yeah, SmackDown's a a main show. Pre-show for a pay-per-view is less than SmackDown, I think. That's that's the thing. I, I, I think it's better than in front of a live crowd. But for me, what I don't understand is why have him juggle a feud with Samoa Joe on NXT and one with Dolph Ziggler on the main roster? Well, he's not anymore. Well, yeah, he is, though. I understand that NXT gets taped weeks in advance, but as a... What are they at with with him and Samoa Joe? They're just beginning it. Really? Because last week's episode... Samoa, they had the the number one contender battle royale. Oh, yeah, because where, like, where Samoa Joe gets eliminated by Breeze because Breeze was eliminated, and and, and oh yeah, Joe was on the apron. Breeze rips him off. Yeah, NXT this week, Joe was, I guess, cut a promo on 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 but that, uh, that's Breeze. The flow, that's the flow with it being taped so far in advance. Right. So I understand that NXT is taped, but for yeah. current product that people watch. I'm tuning in Monday Night Raw. Let's say this week, this Monday, I'll tune in. It'll be Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze or something. Uh-huh. And then I'll tune in this week on, on NXT, and there's going to be something with Joe and Breeze. Yeah. Um, and probably I kind of feel like I'll doubt any mention of Dolph Ziggler, but there, you never know. I guess they could always probably. edit that in post. But, all right, so he made his debut. We're going to see whatever comes of this. I'm happy that he's with uh, Summer Rae. Now they can be Summer Breeze. And, all right, so one King of, Barrett. One Sheamus, of my favorite songs, by the way, by Seals and Croft. I, I like that song a lot. Uh, King Barrett and Sheamus team, uh, teamed up with Rusev as their uh, cheerleader. Cheerleader. Taking on Lucha Dragons. I was a big fan of this match, especially the part where Rusev, uh, he shoved uh, King Barrett yeah. out of the way. And uh, one car went to go dive out yeah, to the outside. And that, that looked like a stiff shove too. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. He like charged <laughs> right at him and gave him a stiff push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Kalisto had that one part of the match where he jumped over the referee into Rusev. Uh, that was a fun part. I can't wait to use Kalisto in 2K16. Yeah. Honestly, that's basically a big selling point for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I agree. But um. 
what kind of sucks for me here, or just in general, is that William Regal is the NXT general manager. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like, not that they need a, a manager, but I feel like, because this, this is an awesome team. And if they're going to run with a, a team like this, I kind of feel like it'd be awesome to see like a manager with them. If they put El Torito with them, I'm going to no, lose No, no, no. Nothing like El Torito. <laughs> but like, I mean, obviously, we would never I, see Paul Heyman with them. But Lucha? No, 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 no. Who? With, with Seamus, Bad News Barrett, and oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Paul Heyman with them. Or but, something. like, obviously, that would never happen. But, and same no. thing with William Regal. But That would be cool with William Regal. Yeah, because that would be mind-blowing to me. Yeah. But, um, all right, so next up you had Ryback pick up a victory over Bo Dallas. Not much to take away here, just the IC champ picking up a yeah, victory. Yeah, Bo Dallas basically accepted John Cena's open challenge for Hell in a Cell and then started singing the national anthem, replacing words with Bo. But yeah, so I don't see Bo Dallas actually. No. I mean, this uh, match was like a minute and a half long. Yeah, nothing's going to happen with it. Yeah, and now for your main event, you had the Shield pick up the victory over New Day. New Day, New Day, New uh, Day. Yeah, they hit the uh, <laughs> Biggie Dice. Langston and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, picked up the victory by the Doomsday Device. Yeah, you know, um, to me though, the only it was like it was a good match, standard though. Agreed. I think the only yeah, thing yeah. really to mention was the fact that New Day tried to leave during the match. And Dudley Boys came out to prevent that, and yeah. then left. I'm I'm completely fine with that, but I think New Day uh, Dudley Boys should have stayed out there to kind of uh, yeah, like you're selling a pay per view. That's the this is literally the go home show SmackDown. It did not sell the pay per view overall in general. Raw and SmackDown did not sell the pay per view. No, and after um, the match, Bray Wyatt cut a promo on the Titantron, which yeah. to me it's it's still so crazy that. 2015, one of the Hell in a Cell matches that's going down to be in history is Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, there's so... There's no... I just... I don't get it. I don't... There's nothing there that builds it up to me. No, and now And now that... Cluster. And now that that first match, the pre-show match gets canceled, I guess you would say, Dean Ambrose has nothing to do on the pay-per-view. Yeah, and, so. and, and neither do the Wyatts, other nope. than this match. They had a backstage fallout, though, on YouTube featuring Zack Ryder being interviewed by Rosa Mendes, which was complete <sighs> garbage. Cringe-worthy. Um, I think Zack Not Ryder because of Zack Ryder. Thing. No, I think Zack was thinking the same exact thing during this entire promo, that why is she doing this right now? This is complete garbage. Like, we're here her after SmackDown. Hey, Zach, tell us why yesterday was so cool for you. She needs to be fired. So, all right, was, that's it all. It was I'm... muy caliente. Tell us. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. It was so cringeworthy. Yeah. Did you not get right. any women pregnant? <laughs> like, what? Who? Oh my yeah. God. It, was, it was just a cringeworthy segment. But uh, let's move on to WWE Hell in a Cell. Emanating live from the Staples Center, Los Angeles, California. I guess no matter what, they'll have a pay-per-view there every year. Now that Barclays Center is home to SummerSlam for the next few years. I guess it's years. Ch cheap enough. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, uh, we can't book MSG anymore. 
Yeah, it sucks. But kicking off the pay-per-view pre-show match, you got Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville teaming up with uh, teaming up with each other to take on Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett. I'm going to have to say the international team is going to win. Well, actually, I really can't say the international team, which I thought was funny on Raw. They were chanting for USA when Dolph Ziggler is the only person from USA. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going with Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett. Yeah, I am agreeing with you. I'm going with those as my picks as well. Uh, next up, you have... We'll go into Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell match, Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns. I'm going with... I'm going Reigns. I find it very hard to not go with him. I really hate this. It sucks. It, it really sucks. It's getting this treatment. It really sucks. You know what? I want to be hopeful. I'm going with Wyatt. That's a bad pick. Well... Our other Hell in a Cell match, hopefully for the last time ever. I don't even know why this one's taking place. Yeah, there should only be one Hell in a Cell match on this pay-per-view. Uh, I feel like Kane versus Rollins should have been a Hell in a Cell. But uh, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. I'm going with Undertaker. Yeah, I'm going Undertaker. Um, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte versus Nikki Bella for the Divas Championship. Charlotte. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, Charlotte. Um, next up, you have the Intercontinental Champion, Kevin Owens versus Ryback. I'm going to – oh, Ryback is an Intercontinental See? Champion. I knew that wasn't yeah. – <laughs> and it's funny, though. It's funny, though, because I was watching something the other day and saw Ryback, and I was like, who is the Intercontinental Champion? It's yeah. weird. It's, it sucks that I don't remember that. but yeah, For some reason, I thought Owens was the U.S. champion at the time when I said that earlier. But then we, we right after that, spoke about the John Cena U.S. Open Challenge. Yeah, I'm um, going with Kevin Owens. Yeah, I'm going with KO. Uh, all right. New Day, Biggie Langston, Kofi Kingston, or Xavier Woods. Uh, champions taking on the Dudley Boys for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Not in a table match. I really need New Day to win this. Yep, I'm going New Day. I think it's going to be a DQ again or interference. Um, we have right. for the U.S. Challenge, the uh, Open, John Cena's U.S. Open Challenge, John Cena versus Keith Slater, or Bo Dallas. Keith Slater's a joke. That's what they call him backstage, apparently. Uh, I'm going with John Cena. I'm going to go with whoever the mystery guy is. Unless it's like, see, that's, because I, I want, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I would I'm have loved. Say, no matter who it is, the mystery guy is going to win. Because it's a pay per view, and it's because undecided. they. I mean, recently they added like the uh, people who won championships on their first. Yeah, that's also yeah right. So debuts. I'm going with whoever this mystery Which, person is winning. Even more so was why I wanted Tyler Breeze to debut the way he. Won. I know. I I really thought. All right, so who are you picking? I'm still gonna say John Cena. Okay. Even though uh, if if it's Breeze and he wins the U.S. Championship, fantastic. Yeah. Um, because that's still technically his debut match for WWE. Yeah. Or even though I mean, not really though, because we've seen him. No. Nah, we've seen him on the WWE main stage before. Nah. 
Uh, all right, so now in your main event, probably not with, main event, probably not. Who it's knows? your WWE Championship, but it's, but that should be your main event because if, it's WWE Championship. Yeah, and if Demon Kane loses, then Corporate Kane is going to be relieved of his duties as Director of Operations. I find it very difficult to believe that Seth Rollins will be walking out of there without the championships, but I have to assume there's going to be some sort of disqualification here or something. Yeah, I'm going with Rollins as walking out as winner. I'm going to say Rollins will be champion. No, but so I we, think Kane. Uh, I don't know. I'm whatever. I'm just going to say match. I, I I I don't know. I can't I think really Rollins see. Is pick up the victory. That's the thing, though. Like I can't really see corporate Kane not being on TV. So I and but like clearly Kane's not going to be champion. Does he have a movie coming out soon or something? I don't think so. Oh, just to add to your John Cena prediction, they also said, wasn't he going to be filming a movie soon? Uh, I don't know. I think they did say he might be taking time off, right? Taking time off. So maybe you may want to reconsider. I don't know. Uh, All right, so leave leave it. We have two matches we pick differently then. That sucks. I don't want you to win. (laughs) But I'm going to say Seth Rollins, though. All right. I got Rollins, so we differentiate because I got Bray Wyatt and the mystery opponent, whoever it is, and you have John Cena and Roman Reigns. <laughs> You're gonna like the mystery opponents be Robbie E or something. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like no way, dude. What yeah. if it's James Storm and like right away? That would be cool. Unless maybe he taped stuff for TN, uh, for NXT already, but but uh, let's move on from the pay per view to some shameless plugs. Okay, just before we hit shameless plugs, they just released a little bit of information on this the on the site. Who who's releasing this? Where are you? Seeing uh, this, this is from? on Wrestling Inc., but it's from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. As noted, Randy Orton is currently out of action with a shoulder injury and scheduled to have an MRI done to see if he will need surgery. Orton <laughs> has had shoulder problems since early in his career and has been working through a bad shoulder as of late. But the shoulder was dislocated while he was taking out the trash at his home this past week. Uh, yeah. Hello, Mr. McMahon, Vince. I was taking out the trash and I dislocated my shoulder. I I can't make the pre-show match. (laughs) I said I can't make the pre-show match. Uh, he said to be (laughs) pain. (laughs) Took three hours to pop his shoulder back into place. Dude, if that, like, if that's legit, like, that sucks. Because I take out the garbage a lot, and I did not know you could dislocate your shoulder from taking out the trash. Yeah, now Brent is never going to take the trash out. Dude, that's insane. That's mind-blowing to me. Yeah. I wish we caught your original reaction. That's – dude. So, all right, shameless plugs. Thank you for promoting us this week in professional wrestling. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. John at Mr. John Faust. B. Montem B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Elizabeth at Hello Miss Mox, Jasmine at Reverse Adam Sage, and also don't forget to go purchase Judah Freelander's new book, If the Raindrops United. It hit the bookshelves on October 20th. He is now on his stand up book tour. Uh, next week on the 26th, he's going to be at the Harvard, Harvard Bookstore. In Cambridge, Massachusetts, and on the on November 11th, he's going to be at Hollywood Improv. It's a stand-up showcase and book launch in Hollywood, California. 
Uh, you can purchase the book at any of your local bookstores or head over to judahfreelander.com. Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you got some shout-outs from Brandon. The first shout-out is kind of like a combination of shout-outs going to uh, Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm because it turned 15 years old this week, which is nuts. Um, fan of that show, love the show, check it out if you've never seen it. Always Create, a good show. Larry David, creator of Seinfeld. Took me a while to get into the uh, dry comedy. Yeah, so uh, check it out. But Larry David, the portion of Larry David was because on SNL this past week, uh, in the opening, he he was uh, Bernie Sanders, and I thought it was really funny, which it just sucks that. One week after I went to SNL, you have Alec Baldwin in the intro, you got Larry David in the intro, you got the cast of 30 Rock in the intro. Yeah. But you really Yeah. Yeah. But And I mean It was awesome not, awesome to see Tracy Morgan back. Oh yeah. He did all of his old uh, SNL skits, the Brian Fellows. I was I I'm, I was always a big fan of Tracy Morgan, especially the SNL stuff. And let's not forget the musical guest, Demi Lovato. Awesome. She, she killed it. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, like I know I was telling you that she hit that like this. She was screeching on some of the high notes. It's not screeching though. No. It's like her voice breaks. Like that's how no, her no. voice is. Listen back to her actual the SNL performance and compare it to an actual. Uh, yeah, but no, any other performance. But like live, she her voice breaks. Like she pushes herself. Yeah, but I think that 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 kind of like yeah, but. It was still, she's very talented, very impressive, and very attractive. I thought you were saying, and I'm very attractive to her. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I heavily right considered, they, they're they selling autographed copies of her CD on her website, but it's 20 bucks, but it's still like. How much is her normal CD? Probably 18. Probably like 15, yeah. 12. But they were also selling, it's weird, because I don't know, not anymore, it's sold out, I think, but they were selling an opportunity to meet her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. I, like it was, yeah, it was like t- fourteen bucks or something. Comes with a digital version of her album and and um, an invite to meet her. I don't know that's, if you actually get to meet her though, but yeah, like that's what I I was gonna be like. Yeah, heck yeah, I'll meet her. But I didn't think that was a. I didn't know if like an invitation to meet her was like an actual thing. Like, oh, you're yeah. going to meet her, get a picture with her, or whatever. So. But uh, up next, Crumbs Cupcakes. What would a Brandon shout-out be without food, huh? Uh, gets a second shout-out. Cupcakes, they're awesome, and I'm glad that they reopened when they did. Uh, even though I've never really... I've had them twice now, I think. Even though I guess I've had a bunch of them. <laughs> but yeah, so they're good. And the last shout-out is going to Paige... She was on Conan last night, and I think that marks the very first time a diva was on a late-night talk show. I'm not positive. I know Stacey Keebler has done it before, but not as, I don't think, as a WWE diva. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I thought she was really funny in that segment, and did you? You didn't think so? I, I mean, I don't know. I only saw a quick clip of her doing the yell. Yeah. And to me, it just seems like 
awkward and stupid. Well, let's you got to have a late night talk show thing to talk about. I thought it was really funny because right off the bat, if you hang out with wrestlers, uh, eventually you'll start talking like one. Like, hey, brother, what's going on? What's going on, boss? Something Uh, like that. And uh, it's funny because you start to refer to things as gimmicks. Yeah. (laughs) And as soon as Paige sits down on the couch, she's she's wearing like a bra and like a top over it. But like you could see her cleavage. And she starts fixing her top, and she goes, got to keep the gimmicks in. We're trying to keep the gimmicks in. I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah. I mean, she she's one of the few uh, female wrestlers in the WWE at the current time that ha- has grown up with pro wrestling and being surrounded by that, too. Yeah, which she spoke about and everything. And But, like, she she really pushes the envelope with, like, is it okay or is it not okay? Because, um, like, she was, she was telling a story, and she goes... She was like, oh, yeah, my dad was like, oh, Soraya, come here. Well, Soraya is my real name. Paige is my stripper name. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like she, like, really pushes that line. Yeah. Where, like, should she be saying that? Probably, I mean, she, cur- she probably dropped, not. She dropped the F-bomb on that live interview. Right. So, so it's I like, mean, should she? Probably not. But, like, yeah, she's. it's pretty funny. I think some of it's uh, her... Age. It's just it's it's not. I don't know if it's. I mean, I, I think because I would say that too. I'd be like, oh yeah, such and such my stripper name. I, it's, I it's humor. It's funny. It's but it's not. It's like dry it's not humor. WWE business, right? Uh, yeah, I understand. So that. I feel like that immature aspect is her age wise, like the dropping the f bomb with uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Armstrong, right Scotty next to you, saying like, don't do that. Like you yeah. cannot do that. But all right, now it's time to move on to our. our. Stop. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> moment of the week. That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Mark out moment of the week. Dave, you flipped your lid this past weekend. Ooh, a few times. A few, a few times. times. Um, let's go with, of course, marked out for the Mets making the World Series. Uh, marked I guess that's out. That's an obvious one. Yeah. Uh, marked out for also Priest Jericho tweeted out a picture from their tour in Mexico. And they quickly and deleted it. Quickly deleted it. And it's a picture of Chris Jericho, Luke Harper, Sheamus, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, Primo uh, and Epico. Primo and Epico. Los Matadores. And, and Bray Wyatt. And, Did you say Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho wearing. Uh, Luke Harper t-shirt saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris Jericho tweeted out saying that it's the Luke Harper fan club. So that got quickly deleted, as you yeah, said. And mysteriously, Luke Harper wasn't on Raw. Yeah, he's, apparently his family stuff going on. But also apparently Randy Orton tore yeah. his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, Randy Orton also... Uh, Not to say it's laughable if something was really happening with his family. Hopefully everything is all right. Yes, of course. Of course. Is a horse, of course. I just think it's absolutely hilarious that Randy Orton, which yeah. sorry to say, that's that's funny. Yeah, but this Luke Harper fan club is awesome, and they should really sell that t-shirt. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm. think that it's only a matter of time till Luke Harper breaks out uh, as a singles run and continues what he should have, they should have had him continue off of that Survivor Series. Yeah. With Triple H and all of them, how he was that partner. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. They didn't build off of that enough, and they. That's I think. The, I think they're going to go back to that at some point. 
Um, as far as oh, selling yeah. t-shirts, though, I thought it sucks. They they were they released like Legends t-shirts this week. I'm not impressed with any of them. I you know I'm not sure. I, the Razor one is cool. I could never wear that. The uh, only one I would probably gold. Yeah, the only one that I would probably wear would be um, would be uh, Diamond Dallas Pages shirt, but none of them come in my size. The only one that I actually want to get is has been up there for a while. It's the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, original uh, shirt, the broken the broken uh, smoking skull shirt. Right. Yeah, like the Austin three sixteen. That's the one that I want to buy. I could, um, I could see you wearing Rockin' the Sergeant Slaughter Cobra Clutch Challenge shirt. Nah. And Yokozuna, would, that doesn't look way fat enough to be Yokozuna, even I though would, it's probably a picture of Yoko. Yeah. Um, Actually, any it's other? Probably not a picture of Yoko. Mark out moment of the weeks. Yeah, mark out moment of the week for me has to be the fact that Roland is included in WWE 2K16 for American <laughs> Badass Undertaker. No, it's a big thing because that's pretty cool. Because when American Badass Undertaker was in it last year, I think, and or two years before, they used the Big Evil theme song. Mm. So I can't wait for it. Hopefully, I'm, I know I'm going to be disappointed with that created stuff. So whatever. Um, but. Anything else? I don't know. Do you have something big or no? Uh, no. I'll, I'll, I feel like I, didn't I tell you something that I marked out for? I don't remember. I mean, Tracy Morgan on SNL was surprising to me. I was very happy with that. All right, well, that's on it. On that note, you could follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You could like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MarkinOut. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Stream us on Stitcher Radio. Go to MarkinOut.com to listen to past episodes, current episodes. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. I'm Brandon. I'm Dave. And we wish you you the best best of of luck luck in your future endeavors. endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye.